All right, time for us to check in with Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun this morning. As we come to the end of summer, Vaughn, I have a feeling that this did not go the way anybody in the government thought it might go. Uh, no, you're, I think you're quite right about that, Simi. And in fact, it's interesting to go back and read the kind of things that Dr. Bonnie Henry and Adrian Dix and John Horgan were saying at the beginning of summer, which uh, tells you they didn't expect this. Horgan was very excited about uh, moving to phase three of the restart and looking forward to phase four starting Labor Day. Dr. Henry said uh, she was opposed to vaccine passports. In fact, even at the beginning of this month, she was saying that, uh, oh, no, we're absolutely on track for phase four. Uh, She discounted the need for masks right up to the moment she told us to start wearing them again. So, yeah, I think you've seen a government in denial uh, all summer. Uh, And uh, with the result, you know, that the fourth wave is sweeping over us, If they'd taken stronger steps and delivered stronger messages at the beginning of the summer, uh, who knows where we'd be today, but certainly we're not where they wanted to be, and you can see that in the numbers. Yeah, what do you think happened? I was away last week, but I was following along with the news. And I mean, the week before when you and I were talking, we knew what Dr. Bonnie Henry was dead set against, and then it all changed. Yeah, well, I think a couple of things. I mean, first of all, the general observation is go back to this time last year. John Horgan was so sure that everything was fine that he was scheming to call a snap election, uh, even as the second wave was starting to build. Dr. Henry would say later she wished she'd followed her spidey sense and brought in restrictions sooner during the second wave, but the postmortem shows she didn't. Uh, We started the year uh, with everyone in denial about a third wave. So the whole pattern of the B.C. government handling of this has been To me, premature victory laps, uh, not nearly enough attention to the next wave that was coming. Uh, We still have some very good results, so it's a mixed report, but I think the general trend has been to underestimate to take premature victory laps. The other thing I think that happened, and with the passage of time, it may become more apparent, but I think a real a critical moment in the whole government regulatory scheme around the pandemic was um, the explosion of outrage on Twitter when Dr. Henry herself was posted on social media without a mask, doing selfies with her fan club at uh, the BC Lions game. I have to think that uh, that with better advice, in government, she wouldn't have gone to that event at all, and she certainly wouldn't have delivered the wrong optics by not wearing a mask. So, you know, I think it's been a learning experience. Uh, I'm gratified, and I think it's encouraging that they're now taking a tougher line. John Horgan is back. Uh, he was certainly entitled to go on holiday, but he's delivering a stronger message on his return, as we saw last week. So, Uh, Maybe we can blunt the impact, uh, level the, uh, bend the curve again on the fourth wave, but it's pretty discouraging, particularly if, you know, you have an aged parent in long-term care, if you're worried about your kids going back to school and the teacher's still not being required to be vaccinated. There's plenty out there to be concerned of, and I think some of it was avoidable had the government been a little more prudent and a little more cautious. Yeah, exactly. Now look where we are. So what was the case count on Friday there? It was a scary high number. It was approaching 900, uh, the high 800s, uh, the highest number we've had since uh, April. 
The difference is important to note. The hospitalizations and ICU rates are not where they were back in April. They're less than half where they were back in April. And that that is the difference that the vaccines have made. Uh, people are still getting COVID-19. A small percentage of the total number of British Columbians who were vaccinated are still adding to the case count, too, although nothing like uh, what we saw uh, we see among the unvaccinated. But yes, uh, we are concerned about the case count, but the hospitalizations, the ICU numbers are much lower because even if people are getting COVID-19, it's a milder case for most of them. That still hasn't prevented some sectors of the healthcare system from again being stressed. Uh, I know you've been following, and uh, has been reporting on uh, the trouble in Royal Inland Hospital in Canada. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of local circumstances there, but the end result is, uh, you know, and we're hearing it from nurses again and healthcare workers again. Man, they've been fighting this thing for 18 months. Is it surprising that some of them are feeling burnout and overwork? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was wondering, too, is, okay, but what does that mean for where we are headed? We've got all these new regulations. Now, what have you seen, Vaughn, in terms of people responding? I was at the mall on Friday, and it was amazing to me how quickly everybody had put their masks back on. You know, yeah, you're right. And we've seen there's two indicators here that indicate that British Columbians are ready for this stuff, right? We're not, most of us, hey, we've had enough of the damn thing, right? But we're ready for restrictions if that's what it would take. Yes, masking is way up. I heard a report from BC Ferries that said, oh yeah, no, people are putting masks on again. Um, you know, and, and, and that's great. Even walking around outdoors, I'm seeing more masks. The other thing, of course, also reported and also was an intended effect of all these warnings is we've seen a spike in vaccinations. People are signing up exactly. to get vaccinated. They've been meaning to do it all along. You know, our our discussion around vaccination has tended to focus on this tiny minority of anti-vaxxers. But really, uh, we've been told this again and again. Number one reason, the number one reason why people haven't gotten vaccinated yet is uh, they just haven't gotten around to exactly. it, and it wasn't all that convenient. So, you know, the 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 mild incentives they're offering, or disincentives if you want, the sticks instead of the carrots, have produced much better numbers on the vaccination front. That was the government's intention. Again, had they pushed a little harder at the beginning of the summer, I think the rate of vaccination would be even higher than it is today. Okay, so what are we expecting to hear from this Adrian Dix press conference today? So it's an interesting press conference. It's Dr. Bonnie Henry won't be there. We haven't been told why, but who will be there are healthcare representatives of the healthcare unions. It is said to be a press conference, two o'clock, on the benefits for people working in acute care. So we have seen a vaccination plan for long-term care. There's a deadline, October the 12th, get vaccinated, uh, all of that. There's incentives and disincentives there to get vaccinated. When asked about, well, what about the rest of the healthcare system? We were told last week we're working on it. So I'm guessing we're going to get an initial look at that. Since the unions are there, or union reps are there, and they're talking about benefits for workers in acute care, 
I don't think it's going to be sticks. I don't think it's going to be you have to get vaccinated. I think more it's this the last push of incentives to get it done, to deal with burnout, to deal with all that. But we'll see. All right. We will see. Thank you for that, Vaughn. Bye-bye, Simi.